everybody, and welcome back to All Through a Lens Dev Party. Dev Party is our mini episodes that we do in between our main episodes where Eric and I get together, we see what kind of film we shot, and develop it. Yes, and they are right now not happening in between the main episodes because we haven't done a main episode <laughs> in a while because we've been on summer break. Yes. Let's get to it. What, what are you developing today? I'm developing a roll of 220 okay. from my Pentax 645N. It was something I shot actually yesterday Ooh, uh, cool. in the water, first time since yeah. Mexico, which is a whole other story I will talk about eventually. Uh, it is <laughs> Velvia 100F. I shot it at 50 ISO, and I'm cross-processing it in C41 because I do what I want. Well, you said 220, yes. and a lot of people are familiar with 120, obviously, but I wonder, since it's not been produced in a very long time now, if everybody is on the same page with what 220 is. What is 220? Well, it's medium format film. It's the same size as 120, uh, but it's just longer, so you get more exposure. So instead of 12, you get 24, 26, or something like that. And with the Pentax... It's 645 format, so it's a little bit smaller than, you know, square. So you end up getting more images. So with a 220 roll in my Pentax, I can get 33 images. That's crazy. So and that's yes. good for you being in the water because you don't have to change out yes. so much. So I just don't get any sprocket holes and my images are a little bigger than 35 millimeter and they look great. I'm very happy with the decision I made with the camera <laughs> and the housing, <laughs> honestly. Oh, yeah, Every time absolutely. I talk about it, I'm like, it just, I, I, I thought it out really well. I mean, I, I think I waited a year. I decided what to oh. get. Um, it took you that long to decide. Yes. Wow, well, and then cool. I, I bought the camera because I didn't mm -hmm. have one, and yeah. I shot with it for a while, too. That's right. I remember that. Remember the, that was two summers ago. I just sneezed. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. Really. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. Uh, how about you? What are you shooting? Are you shooting medium format or, I mean, developing? Sorry, you guys. It's been a, it's been a while. We're a little rusty. A little bit. A little bit rusty. A little bit rusty. <laughs> um, actually, a lot, lot, a lot rusty. We, I, me, am shooting half shot. I'm developing. There's the words that I'm looking for. I am developing two. Yes, two sheets of Retropan 320 Soft. And I shot these at a somewhat nearby 1900s era fort with none other than Kate Miller Wilson. <gasps> oh, you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> well, yes, I am. Absolutely. We hung out a little bit. We hung out a few hours and we shot very little. And we, we just we just kind of bullshitted and talked about photography for that entire time. And it was really neat to get her perspectives on a lot of things. And we both, I think, benefited from that back and forth. No, it was one of those conversations where you take away, like, you know what, I, just being able to talk through some of the ways that I shoot, uh, it's really helpful. It's really helpful. So uh, the conversation was, was a great conversation. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, neither of us shot much at all. I, I shot, I think, two shots. And I um, think two shots then after she left, too. I hung around a little bit longer. And so those are those two here on 
beautiful retro pan. And if you haven't shot retro pan, you may want to give it a try, but give it a try with retro special, which is what I'm using to develop. Yeah, that's the developer they recommend for it. That's the developer that, that I say you can only use. <laughs> if you're ever going to develop retro pan, only develop it in retro special. Retro is in both of the names. It should be pretty easy to remember. Otherwise, it just looks muddy and kind of, yeah. Okay. But we'll see how these look. Maybe they will also look, no, it never looks muddy in this. It looks really good. So <laughs> we've talked a lot about Retro Special before, so let's move on. Yeah. Um, are you developing yet? Uh, just about. I'm at, uh, let's see, 103. Oh, that's it's get, fine. It's getting as soon as you, As soon as you put it into the tank, it's going to change temp anyway. Yeah. All right. So let's I'm going to start. Yeah, let's pour out my pre-soak. Yeah, Ooh. pouring out pre-soak. I'm going to start purple. my timer. Oh, I have a lovely, lovely, like, teal green from uh, Fomapan. Here I go. Let's do this. I'm using a Patterson well, tank. What are you using? I'm using the Stearman Press tank. I, it's my go-to. I, I swear by them. I just replaced the O-rings yesterday. Oh, did you order them on Freestyle? I did indeed. How and I have zero, one dollar per ring. Can't okay. go wrong. And now I have um, a much smaller leak than I had before. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not like 100% leak proof, but it's no. better than it was. No. You think with like, Tupperware has been around for <laughs> going on 40, maybe 50 years. Yeah. And those don't leak. You think we could figure out a way to incorporate Tupperware into, or at least the Tupperware technology, into Ooh. film developing. And maybe that's my calling in life. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe. Maybe it is. <laughs> so, changing gears a little bit. Okay. We want to talk to you, the listeners, a little bit about the future of all through a lens. Now, the title makes it seem like, oh, this is it, this is the end, but that's just clickbait. We are really uh, here for the long haul, but yeah. the long haul is going to change a little bit. Just a little. Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. So, overall, we're doing seasons now, yes. rather than just like continuous slog of podcasts. And that may make some people unhappy. Because they just want more and more and more of us. But trust me, it's better off in the end if you get a little <laughs> bit less of us. <laughs> well, I still have a daughter in school, and it is kind of nice to be able to have a, a month and a half off where I can just kind of go on our little vacations and spend time with her and not have a recording schedule over the summer. Uh, that doesn't mean yeah. that we will be not recording, like... We'll have things still. We'll still have dev parties. And, of course, for Patreon users or Patreon subscribers, excuse me, uh, we'll have bonus episodes and things like that. But just uh, we'll be taking a break from our mains in the summertime. And then I think like a week or two in the winter, like for a winter break. About a month. Yeah, we're going to be keeping to an academic schedule similar to DeVry or University of Phoenix. (laughs) Yes. You know, the, the prestigious universities. Uh, it's always good to follow their academic lead, I feel, I found, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. Our, our next main episode, or episode one of season three, 
will happen in a week from when you're listening to this. Yep. So it will be December. No, not December. The other one. <laughs> July, August. It's August. Wow. <laughs> yep. I have no idea what, what... I have no idea of many things. So it is August. Um, the next... Uh, you have me on the date here. What is the date? 24th? Yes. August 24th. <laughs> well, so next Tuesday, essentially, or this Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to it. But we will be, since this is Dev Party, we're, we're going to make some changes to the main episode. And we'll be talking about those during the main episode. But yes. this is Dev Party. So we're going to be making, ah, maybe not some changes, some little changes to Dev Party. Um, mostly we're going to be planning ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to try to incorporate it into our episode. So maybe a little bit more detail to the dev parties. And then, of course, we really do want to experiment more with different types of developers. And excuse my dogs, they want to play right next to me. <laughs> I, I get it. Who doesn't? Go. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah. So... Yeah, we have a lot of plans for Dev Party, and so we're going to be doing about nine main episodes in the front half of the third season, and that goes till December 14th. That's our last episode for the season, for, for winter break. And we'll be doing a Dev Party after that as well. So we'll have nine episodes, nine main episodes, and then nine, nine Dev Parties. And this is kind of episode zero, Dev Party. Episode, like season three, episode zero. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're so, just confusing people. Don't worry, we're sticking around. We're not going away anywhere. Uh, we just want to have it organized um, in a specific way where it just makes sense that we can continue to do this podcast because we absolutely love it. Uh, but get it to a point where we feel like it's part of our regular like our schedule in our normal lives as well yeah so it doesn't seem so chaotic on our end and maybe it always turns out to seem very planned and that's great if it does I'm not sure that it does but it's great <laughs> if it does uh but it's not we're very sporadic and we're trying to just kind of tamp that down we're kind of getting maybe a little more serious about the ins and outs of it while trying to remain jovial and um fun easygoing Happy-go-lucky? I don't know. Creative as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. (laughs) Yeah, there's been been a few times where we've sat down and brainstormed like, okay, so what are we doing? (laughs) Yes, and we're trying to eliminate the, oh my god, we have to do an episode, what will it be about thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that includes dev parties. So we have actually quite a few ideas for dev parties. Now, in one of the last episodes, in one of the episodes that aired when we were on vacation, one of us, not me, must have asked the listeners to write in, call in, or whatever, message us ideas for developers. Because I was waking up one... uh, chilly morning in my tent I unzipped my sleeping bag thing and I looked at my phone and I saw they had a number of messages suggesting different developers to use and I was like what this can't be a coincidence no it is not a coincidence 
it actually was because I believe it was you yeah. asked them to to do this. So I did. I like we that. didn't. I like recommendations. I do. No, it's a. It really is a great idea. I think we got kind of. We got away from that a little bit. We got kind of. I don't know. Busy, stuck in a rut, and that's one of the reasons why taking these breaks is so important. So we were able to regroup and kind of go, hey, we want to do this. And this happens to be, well, about half of them are going to be new developers or new to us developers. And so we have a suggestion a suggestion to do something called FA-1027 and X. Yeah, um, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, me too. Um, I jumped the gun a little bit. <laughs> I know. I, I'm so excited. I didn't even realize that we had it in medium format, the double X. I don't know. I forgot. So yeah. Oh, I was shooting double X a bit this summer. I shot three rolls of it, and we'll be developing one of those rolls with FA-1027, which is a really catchy name, by the way. Good, good going, guys. <laughs> I'll be developing that, but I've already used FA-1027 several times, and mm, I love it. <laughs> As yeah. a developer, it's like if D seventy six were good. Oh come it on! Has, D seventy six is great. Has, what are you talking about? It's boring. D seventy six is a very boring developer. I find oh, it's okay. it's like if D seventy six were like super fine grain. Now I'm not a big fine grain fan, so I've had to kind of come to terms with this, and I don't think it works on every emulsion the same way. But I've been using it on FOMA, and. I love it. It kind of makes Foma look very soft, similar to what I'm developing now, Retropan. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it is, it, it, the grain that you're sort of used to in Foma Pan isn't really there. But then I've looked at some of my Foma Pan photos that I usually develop in Retro Special, mm-hmm. and the grain wasn't that much different. I think I'm just used to saying that Foma Pan has a lot of grain, and maybe it doesn't. So it does look different, very different. Just like, you know, if you did it in Rodinol or HC-110, it would look very different. Are you talking about 400 speed or 100? 100, 100 speed. Yeah, okay. Um, I haven't done 400 in that yet. But I'm really excited about that developer. We're also going to be making um, a D76. Yes, speaking of boring, we will be making a a, a DIY D76. (laughs) That was on another suggestion. Um, we were suggested to use Extol, and they must have not listened to the first several episodes where, or one of the first several episodes where you attempted to use Extol. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I used Extol and used it and used it. I would just pour it back in. Like, I, because I, you have to mix a gallon. You do. Did you replenish it? No. 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 Um, so yours eventually failed. You can reuse Extol, but um, there is a limit. Yeah. <laughs> we will find that limit. You have found, I that found limit. The, I found the limit, but I forgot. That was like two years ago. I can't remember. <laughs> so I would, we'll do it I again. Like Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to work my way through the FX series of developers. And FX sounds super interesting, super cool. It's not. It's just a generic kind of... I'm not sure where it comes from. We're going to dig into that a little bit. So we're going to be starting with FX1. Okay. For whatever reason. Uh, We will be doing a few episodes of When We Shot Together. Yes. 
Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. You have to get the positive black and white developer that I, I purchased like two months ago that's been sitting on my shelf. Yeah, that's right. We have to revisit the positive thing. <laughs> yeah, I know he's so excited about this. <laughs> I'm not incredibly excited about that. I, I will admit. I want to do but... like five by seven sheets and like make them positive. Like how amazing would that be? Ugh. Yes, I will do a four by five sheet to make it a positive. I will do And I'm kind of excited about that in a way that I'm not really excited about it in general. So... We are, um, what else do we have? Oh, the camera exchange. We exchanged cameras. We did. You got my, you got my Mamiya 645. I did. It's so cute, you guys. It's like a baby RB67. It's adorable. (laughs) I really really love it. I really do. I, I, I haven't finished a roll in it yet, though, so... Uh, I did start though yesterday, literally yesterday nice. I started shooting. So I, I think I took like four or five shots. Uh, the focusing, like the ground glass, the focusing screen. Ooh, yeah, it's so oh. pretty. It's so Isn't it? bright. It's you got a two point eight lens on there, so that's yeah. why. And yeah. I can like hold this camera with just like one hand. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of like I don't know the the RB is I, I'm just used to like carrying it, kind of like. At like a baby, like on the side of me. It's a heavy baby. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but yes, yeah, I bounce it off my hip. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. So like this one was odd because I was just like holding it with a hand. I was like, all right, like I can just walk around with this thing. <laughs> Very nice. Where are you in your development? Uh, I'm done. Do you have to rinse? Yep. Good, because we got commercial sign. All right, let's do it. All right. Mike Knott and Fred Haynes, Unisys Corporation. Mike and Fred are DeVry graduates. I want an education that take me someplace. At the leading edge of technology. At DeVry, you learn hands-on what today's companies need, and you can get a four-year education in just three years. DeVry was a great choice. DeVry was a great investment. Be in demand. Call 1-800-247-7800. DeVry, we're serious about success. And welcome back, everybody. Uh, We are done washing. I pulled my images out. I have negatives, not positives. Because I didn't use E6. I (laughs) cross-processed. And I got pictures i'm so excited uh it's been kind of a long time since i've uh used my pentax in the water and i was a little bit nervous about it uh but they they came out really nice i i I actually just preset my speed at 500 500th of a second so um i could get uh sharper images but i also got some really fun like blurry ones and it's got a shallow depth of field so yeah i'm I'm very, very excited to scan these. They look really good, um, but of course it's cross-processed, so the actual negatives are <laughs> green and teal and weird colors, so who knows what's going to happen until I scan it. So <laughs> so what were you, you were in Oceanside, California. I was yesterday. And yeah, and this is, and the, this actually, which is kind of interesting, both of the things that we're developing today are uh, we, we shot them after coming back from vacation. We, we're not yeah. done developing our vacation shots, but we no, decided to is, just 
Just the do this. Freshest, yeah, this is the freshest roll I've shot. Yeah. I took exactly. this out of my camera. It was still in my camera. I took it out and and oh, I was cool. really ex- yeah, I was really excited about developing developing it, seeing what they look like. So yeah, uh, I went down to Oceanside for a surf competition and um, yeah, I surfed a little and went and shot a roll of film. I'm pretty happy about it. Cool. Did you place? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> kind of, I got fifth out of six, uh, six people on my first heat, and I did not, uh, I did not go to the next, uh, I don't know, semifinal or whatever, well, you know. You, you weren't last. I was not last, though. I got fifth. <laughs> I only caught one wave. It, it was a 15-minute heat. I caught one wave. Yeah. So, um, but I guess it, the wave was good enough for me to not be last place. So that's cool. Also, this was my <sighs> first competition I've ever done. The other one was kind of like a relay. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the hot dogger. Oh, that's right. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So this is your first like solo competition. Yeah, it was uh, ever like, I mean, I've competed. I was a gymnast. I used to compete in gymnastics, but never mm-hmm. in surfing. Uh, so yeah, it was, it, it's kind of odd being a 38 year old woman, um, <laughs> competing for the first time. But that being said, all the women in my heat were absolutely incredible. They were so sweet, so nice. Everybody was like, good job afterwards. And it was like kind of more just a community event with yeah. all the leagues, like all the surf associations, like in Southern California, uh, kind of getting together for this. It's more of like a festival. Uh, this yeah. is, this competition has been g- running since like the sixties. So it is kind oh, of wow. just like this, this thing you just got to do. You get together and hang out with everybody. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. That's cool. So, uh, more competitions <laughs> in your future. Probably not. (laughs) I really, I love surfing because it makes me happy. I don't want to put like anxiety into that with like pressure of (laughs) performing for anybody. Um, I did plenty of that in my childhood and I think it's just something that I do because I kind of need it, kind of need to be in the water. I need to get my gills wet. Well, I think it's a lot like photography then. Yeah, you know, I don't, absolutely. I don't feel there's much of a need for photography competitions. I think they're counterproductive and kind of silly. Yeah. Well, you know, we're all we... just so unique and we have our own... I mean, it's great. I love seeing how people... Like if someone's like, oh, we're going to do a portrait thing and you can see different people's like portraits and how creative people can get with them. I think it's oh, great. Yeah. But as That's far great. as like placing or getting a blue ribbon for it, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but if you want to give me some money, then I think I could be okay with that. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's weird that we have to race photography. Yeah. You know, well, I, I, it's an odd, it's an odd humans. thing. Humans. And I feel like we have to do that. Like, I feel like we, what we do. I feel like we think we have to do that. Yeah. Um, I know that we don't have to do that though. No, we don't. I, I know exactly how I feel about about um, photography competitions, I think they're always bad. I think there's always a, a bad element to it. I think it's not like a hill that I'm like, yeah, this is the most worst evil that we have. No, we, you know, we're flirting with fascism. So no, not the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. But it's not great for art. I don't think there's, I don't think it's necessary. I don't like them. I don't care for them. 
Um, that said, uh, if you would please go over to Instagram and like all of my photos, because that, that endorphin <laughs> rush is absolutely an essential part of my day. And I'm not 100% sure there's a difference between that and a photo competition. Yeah, but maybe not. But nevertheless, <laughs> at, least, at least I'm competing only with myself. Okay. And that's probably not even true. <laughs> we compare each. Yes, I, it's not definitely not true. I'm definitely comparing myself to a lot of other photographers. No, I think I think the I think photo competitions are probably about the same thing, but maybe a grosser representation of that. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, your pictures. Let's go. <laughs> I got images. Oh good. I do. Uh, they are, it's negatives, hard to see kind of what they are, but you can kind of tell since it's the retro pan, there's some softness to it. And what I did was I took a picture of, well, you know me, I like shooting grasslands. And so when I went to this gigantic concrete structure that was a fort in the 1900s, I found grass and I photographed it because that's what I do. Even if it's all concrete, except for this one little patch of grass, you will find me at that patch of grass. Yeah. Photographing. To my heart's content. I was so happy. I, I was with Kate. We came up over this one little rise thing in, in the fort. And I was like, right there is my picture. <laughs> There's grass. <laughs> it is grass. It is grass. Uh, she often, or pretty much only, takes pictures of people. So she was actually having a hard time figuring out what to photograph. Because there were no subjects. Okay. And that's something that I need to explore a little bit more. Is... I don't have a problem doing that, and is it, why? <laughs> Do I not photograph subjects? Maybe I don't. And so that's something I, I was, you know, kind of, kind of mulling over. I, well, her, yes, but still. <laughs> um, should we go to the futures? See what they're up to? Sure, why not? We can check out just how these photos turned out after we scan and look at them, and which has already happened in the future. Exactly. And here we are in the future, Eric. Yes. How is it looking over there? Um, it's it's so bright that I gotta wear shades. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story? <laughs> what do you have a story of that song? Oh, tell me the story of that song. No, what? it's not that. It's uh, what is that song called? I, d- I don't know. Um, it's not future so bright. I gotta okay. wear shades. It's, so it's, uh, a, it's a story. I wear my sunglasses at night. Okay, so a story about an unrelated song completely. Yeah, so to okay. be continued, let's talk about our photos. Oh, Who wants le- to go first? Right. Rochambeau this? I don't know what that means, but sure. Okay, rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Um, okay. Okay, ready? Go. Yeah. One, One, two, two three. three. Oh, we do. Okay, you, you do it on three, not after three. Yeah, what the fuck? What's wrong know. with you? Really okay, think... let's try it again. All Ready? right, fine. Okay. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Uh, I have a rock and I break your scissors apart. So wait, do, okay. who, so do I go first then? Yes. Oh, I don't want to go first. Tell me what you got. Let's see it. Okay, so. Develop these. Yes. Oh. Okay, you guys, just to let you know, we're like learning new things with Hangouts. <laughs> Yeah, for one, it's not called Hangouts anymore. It's called Google Meet. And yeah. this is not a commercial for that. <laughs> but it is a pain. But I think that's what we're using. 
Yes. And we're presenting now. We present. Yeah. We are presenting our photos to each oh, other. I with, get to see the picture. So do. let's see these pictures. Okay. So what do you this is, oh, okay. I developed FOMA Retropan. And this mm-hmm. is a picture from the Fort, I still remember the Fort's name, Fort Flagler, maybe. I don't remember. But when I was standing with Kate, I looked over to our foreground, our, our middle ground, I guess. And I was like, oh, over there looking down on this old, uh, it was a circle of grass. But in that grass, there used to be uh, a cannon, a gun, a disappearing gun from like 1900. Oh, and really? Yeah. And it's not there anymore. So it's just a patch of grass surrounded okay. by concrete and surrounded by what looks like an amphitheater, but it's just steps down to get to the cannon. So, or the, the rifle technically, but there we are. And so I think I thought, I thought, well, looking down, I'm going to get a good shot. And so I went over there with my camera and she was shooting something else. And I looked down through my camera and I didn't like what I saw. I was like, I couldn't get it to be symmetrical. And I'm really bad with getting things symmetrical. So I, I kind of moved things over a little bit and I shot it. Portrait. I shot portrait. Yeah, I did. And I um I guess I like this. I think I like this a lot. Good. What do you like about it? Well, I mean, development-wise, it looks great. Well, deve- so yeah, development. It's like- you know, it's the retro special developer with you know retro pan is is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. I okay. I was Kate, well, Kate and I were talking, and she was like, "Eric, you need to open your aperture up more." I think I discussed this a little bit, and so for this one, I really, really tried, and I tried to like do that. I really did. I ended up shooting it at F64. So I, I failed. <laughs> but so you didn't try that hard. I, I really did. I just couldn't get anything to work. Okay. Gotcha. So then you just went back to your old ways. I went back to my old ways. I fell back. I fell back on old lazy habits. So that's mm. the first photo. And I really, I actually, I quite enjoy this. There's some fog in the background. I, I just, I really, it's a moody ass photo. Yes. So the second one that that I did, this was after Ooh. she left. It was a it was a shot that I was talking about to her, and I said I'm going to do this, and she was like, "Well, again, op- open your aperture," <laughs> and I was like, "Well, okay," and so I did actually with this one. I opened it and I shot it at I believe it was f11. Mm-hmm. Yes, f11. Uh, one twenty fifth of a second, and both of these have red filters. And I don't usually, I don't usually shoot with a red filter. I usually go with a yes, deep yellow. Do. No, I usually do deep yellow. And so for I did, large format. For large format, I almost always do deep yellow. The problem was I forgot my deep yellow filter at home, but I was carrying a red filter, and I used that. And honestly, can't really tell much of a difference, especially when I don't have a blue sky to work with. Blue sky would be black under a red filter and kind of a gradient dark uh, gray with a with a yellow. So I like this. I did focus. I did, you know, her, her thing was with the movements on the camera, focus on two things. Now she has two things to focus on because she shoots subjects. I don't really. So I had one thing to, I, I kind of just play with it to get shit in and out of focus. And that's kind of where I stood with that. I've done things like this before, but it was really just kind of trying to follow her advice and inspiration. Well, this one... I like better than the first one. Oh, seriously? I like the first one better. Yeah, I like this one better. Okay. And maybe because it's more symmetrical, I think 
it has a little more balance to it. The other one is a little off because you're tilted down and like a little, it's, it's, it's a cool picture. I, I like it. I like the off kilterness of the first one. This one is, is essentially you're looking at that same circle of grass, mm-hmm. but you're, you're on the same level with it. And you're looking, there's like a wall with, a, with stairs in it and there's railing and there's some shine, sun shining off the railing. And there's a little bit of sun on the grass too. I, re, I mean, I, I really like this photo and I'm glad that I shot it with a shallow depth of field. Yeah. Uh, I, wanted, I wanna do more lovely. of that. Thank you. I wanna do more and, of it. And honestly, um, the two pictures kind of go perfectly together as a pair. They do. I wish I would've taken a third. <laughs> because I, I do everything in threes. So it would have been really nice to take a third, but I didn't. So that's okay too. So those are mine. And we will, of course, have these on social media. We'll have these on authorlens.com. If you have the right podcast listener app thing, it may show up in your show notes or it may not. I don't know. So Vanya, uh, let's see your photos. All right. So this was... Um... Velvia cross process mm-hmm. in C41. Yep. I thought that I was going to have a lot of movement in this because, you know, it's moving subjects. Sure. And I definitely did. And this is um, an example of it. Okay. It's uh, Christina kind of doing a, a front side turn back into the wave and she's blurry. She's not in focus, but it, it really shows like the movement of the wave and just surfing. She's not, a, she's not still she's moving and i like i like i think it works well it's it's odd because the water looks almost still Mm -hmm. and yet her body doesn't yeah like she's moving faster than the water and that's that's really fun good shot really good shot and these are color probably some water spot on her too that's probably why she looks a little blurry oh maybe yeah oh yeah almost yeah Okay, and the next one, this guy is dabbing. <laughs> badly, so, badly dabbing. Yeah, this guy has got some really cool hand movements. Um, uh, he was just really fun to photograph, and he was extremely kind and nice to me. And okay. just kind of like a real pleasure to be in the water with, just someone super nice to talk to. Um, so uh, I already posted this on Instagram. You guys can see it. Um, it's the guy with the yellow shorts on. Um, it's he's actually in focus perfectly. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little bit, a bit of background that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and um, the foreground, just that lovely foreground <laughs> when you shoot a you know shallow depth of field. Yeah, you get um, you get some fun stuff, especially in the water. So, I yeah. uh, definitely recommend trying to attempt to get your subject in focus if you can. (laughs) (laughs) It's just great advice. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Like the first shot wasn't focused, but I still really enjoy the photo. So that's true. It's okay. So now this, for instance, if this was not in focus, I probably would be bummed about it. So I'm glad that I got it. Yeah. Uh, This is Christina um, getting a little cheater five nose ride. She's kind of looking down the line to set herself up, like what she's going to do next. That is a huge part of surfing is reading the wave and deciding if you need to stay up on the nose or if you need to make a turn and pull straight or, you know, is it going too fast? You know, what's what's next? I, I have a question. 
Yeah. How many of our listeners do you think know what a Cheater 5 is? Probably a few. I don't know. What is a Cheater 5? Basically, instead of like 10 toes on the nose, which is like basically getting all your like your feet all the way to the tip of the board. Is it the same thing as a hang 10? That's yeah. So that's that's a hang 10. This would be a hang five, but we call it cheater five. Why is so is there a non cheater five or all fives cheaters? I think technically all fives are cheaters. Oh, wow. So if it's not a hang 10, it's a cheater five. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. And 10's hard to do. Sure. Of course. But five's hard to do too, depending on the wave again. And I mean, it was not a big wave, but she was able to do it. Yeah. That's great. She's, She's like 100 pounds. I love her hands. Oh my gosh, her hands are the best. So there are certain surfers that have particular hand movements and body movements. And it's very unique to their person. Mm -hmm. And Christina has just the best hand movements ever. I love it. Is it purposely Um, done? Like, is there, I mean- are there certain movements you do with your hands kind of like as, like as part of it or is it just what you ha- what's naturally going on with your hands? I think it's what's naturally going on. I, I think what you achieve to do is have your hands straight down because if you have your hands straight down, that means that you have really amazing balance. Mm, okay. So if you have your hands out, like she has kind of like a hand out um, and that's helping her balance. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people do that. I do that too. I have one hand out a lot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so uh, the goal for me sometimes is to try to remember to keep my hands down, but that's almost impossible yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> this was my first time back in the water with my housing. I'm quite happy to be back. I want to shoot some more. Awesome. You yeah. shot color here. Yes. What do you think of the developing in the color? It was okay. Honestly, I want to get another E6 processing kit. Uh, The reason being, I really like pulling out and seeing the positives. We go back and forth. We go back and forth on this so much. I know it's, it's difficult, but I, I seem to have um, a ridiculous amount of E6 right now and a lot of multiple rolls of the same thing. So I'm thinking I should probably, if it's all the same date, if I can just get get it right and get the processing right, I can you know I can just process it in E6. Uh, so I'm thinking I might do that. It's just kind of a difficult time right now because the waves aren't very great just out front. I have yeah. to kind of travel. I might, okay, possibly on Monday, take some pictures. Sure. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Cool. Yeah. So I'm happy with with it. You know, it's it's. It's just nice to go swimming and be around awesome, nice, happy people in the sun. (laughs) Right? Right. Uh, I guess that covers it for us on the futures. So I guess we'll hand it back to the past. Thank you so much, Eric and Vanya. You are just such amazing photographers and you deserve to be in first place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah they are blue ribbon in my book they are the the giant big ass pumpkin at the county fair in my book yeah 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 (laughs) you know it's i don't think we've mentioned this yet and i guess we have you know a whole episode to record 
quite soon, so we don't. I don't have to get too into it, but I just want to get a little bit sad for a second and just go like, I kind of miss doing this with you. This was, I miss everything about doing a podcast. I miss talking, everything, listening to people. Well, maybe not everything, but like most (laughs) of the things, you know, like learning, learning about new subjects and just being able to talk photography and listen to people talk photography and engagement with everybody. I'm so excited for us to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can tell the podcast isn't a job because when you're on vacation, you do not want to get back to work. That's the whole <laughs> point of vacation. So the last day of vacation, you are just out of your mind. No, no. But no, I agree with you. I, yeah. I've been really missing this, missing just doing the podcast and learning and developing and just going through everything. And, and for me, that is everything. I, I do enjoy every aspect, except when I get a little cranky. I don't like that. I don't like that very much. But it happens, happens sometimes. Yeah, just a few. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly when I can't stand still, but, you know. You do you do okay. You do. Okay. So So, that's that's it. Well, yeah. I guess uh, the next time you hear from us will be the main episode, and we've got some really fun things planned for that. We've got Tiffin Sinclair. Oh yes. Uh, Yes. We'll be interviewing Tiffin Sinclair. (laughs) Yes. And I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. Let's not. We'll be discussing our summers, and we're discussing Tiffin's summer. Okay. We'll also be. Well, let's just say it would be in your best interest to watch a little movie called Back to the Future. <laughs> Focusing specifically on the photographs that, they, that are in the movie and how that works. So, keep that in mind. And then, for our first episode of Dev Party, we will be doing... Uh, we'll be developing 110 film that we shot... In model rockets. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited for this. Actually, <laughs> I am I'm super extremely stoked. excited because guess what? I don't have one t- 110 reels and Eric does. So I will be listening to him. I'll develop something, but it won't be 110 because <laughs> he will be developing it for me. <laughs> yeah. And so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. I have do not like developing that. 110. <laughs> I hate everything about 110, uh, know, except for that big... you can put it in a rocket. Well, you can put it in a rocket, and 110 cameras are just neat and fun and adorable. I have a little Velveeta, like, cheese. Oh, hi, Macy. Little Velveeta <laughs> cheese camera. and so... She heard Velveeta cheese, and she was like, yes, please. <laughs> Give me some cheese. So, uh, after we were done... I, basically, after we were done using our rockets, we still had a bunch of uh, exposures left, so we stuck it in the Velveeta, just right on, almost on time, Macy, on that one, and uh, shot with that, so that'll be quite interesting. I shot a lot with that camera. It was so much fun. I put it in my little overall, like, pocket, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. carried it around everywhere with me. It was amazing. Yeah, 110 film is super fun to shoot if you're not developing it. <laughs> Yep, Because sure the is. whole time I was just like, I don't want to develop this. I don't want to develop this. And I'm like, ooh, shoot this, shoot this. This is going to be so much fun when Eric develops and, this for me. <laughs> and so we will talk to you all about our experiences with the model rockets. And if you're wondering 
wait, we put cameras on model rockets? We've got you covered there because in the next main episode, which is the first episode back, we'll be talking, we're doing a little bit of a history of model rockets and photography and film photography. Yes. It's actually a little, it's a little more and a little less interesting than you're anticipating. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess that's, I guess that's it for this episode. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We will see you in one week and then in two weeks for that party. Thank you so much. It does sound great. I'm excited. I'm really excited to get this season started. (laughs) So let's get it started. Thank you so much. We love you. Goodbye.